Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 34. Yep. You said yeah. 34 last time and you got it right this time. There we go. Okay. So how you doing? I'm okay. I uh, I got my first COVID vaccine today. So How do you feel? I'm totally fine. Uh, I think for me mentally, I just, because I really struggled with if I want it or not, but I feel like this past year has broken me down emotionally physically and spiritually that I I'm just like I don't even care what they put in me now which I know is a bad attitude but I just I was really not thinking I was gonna get it and then I just did (laughs) I was just like I can't I don't know like I'm just like I just want to travel and see people and if this is the way I have to do it then let's just do it so what I've told myself today is I just had like a B12 shot just so I mentally don't think about it. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's a good mentality. Yeah. And I'm off this week. So feeling very like relaxed and recharged. It's, yeah. It's been a good week. It's been a, it's been really simple. Obviously we can't do much. So, but it's been nice. It's been, you know, just reading and relaxing and yeah, I definitely have to start watching some more Oscar movies though. Oh, I keep it like it's not that I put it off. I just like something else always com- comes up. I mean, you're at least that like I have watched one of them. I know. That's all right. Well, I'm going to be done school in like a week. So I know, but you're going to have to go like hardcore. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to like start on like Friday before the Oscars. Oh, okay. Like I'm going to watch <laughs> over the like, next couple of weeks. We won't see Jack for like a day and a half. <laughs> Disappear just to watch Minari. Yes. How are you? I'm good. I'm definitely past the point of the most stress like this is my second last week so next week is more just kind of like final exam type of deal but you're doing summer courses too aren't you so do you get a bit of a break yeah i get like a few weeks off i think it's like the second or third week of may it starts okay so that's kind of good yeah some kind of break yes excellent all right today we're gonna talk about uh we have a draft in which we both this is, I am probably the most excited about this that we've ever, anything we've done, just because I have no idea where we're going to go with yeah. it. Yeah. Like there's no rules to it. Like anything else we've done before, there's like, you know, if we're doing like uh, the the uh, bracket. Yep. Like, you know, you can't like, this is the bracket. Like this is, this one. You can't one, go we off just, the board. This is our Like chance. we made it up. Yeah. We get to be creative. So we're going to draft a five person team. In order to save the world. Yes. Uh, we're also going to talk about Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode four, which yes. there's a lot to break down there leading up to episode five, which apparently is going to be an emotional one. Oh, I can't handle that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, our movie challenge, and we'll start there, Back to the Future. Okay. Uh, Back to the Future, 1985, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. Yeah, sounds good. Um. I didn't realize as I started it that it was like brought to you by Steven Spielberg. Like it was like a Spielberg production. Right, right. thought that was cool. Yep. Um, You had one note. So let's just. So my note said I had totally forgotten and then I didn't write anything. But okay. So what I was going to say, I had totally forgotten how, how it all shook out with him being in the car and going back to like that his past or whatever and mm-hmm. seeing his mo- his parents in high school like I had forgotten that there was like people shooting at them and stuff like that I just I just clearly had blocked my out of my brain so when it was happening I was like wow for 1985 this is pretty hardcore like the guy gets shot by a machine gun and I was like oh wow I yeah I'd forgotten that so that was her that was your only <laughs> note that's it well I'll be able to contribute when you talk but 
Man, so this tells the story of Marty McFly who time travels via DeLorean and has to save his future by making sure his parents fall in love. Yeah, played by Michael J. Fox. Yeah, and I had to actually don't remember who Doc Brown is, but oh, he's... Yeah. He's uh, the white hair guy. Oh, I thought you were just going to say white. Oh, gosh, no, no. He's a white-haired older man. Yes. Um, I think to start the opening scene i forgot the like actual opening scene where he's just in doc's like house House? i guess it's basically a garage but because i feel like to me the opening scene was always when he's skateboarding and he's late to school and he has to like grab onto a truck it's played sorry it's played by christopher lloyd christopher lloyd okay he's 82 he's still alive and it's funny even he makes a joke in it when I think he's back in 1955, and he says, oh, my God, I lived 30 more years. Like, he's surprised by that. Right. One of my biggest takeaways is Marty's not really a good person. No. I I don't think he is. Yeah. So his dad's car is crashed, Mm -hmm. and all he can think about is, I can't go on my date now. Right. Or or your dad's car crashed. Like, that's... Yeah. Um... I think my number one biggest thing, actually, I'll I'll do the time travel part because he, the whole like rule of time travel, I think starts with this movie and it's always don't talk to anyone from the past. Don't try to change anything. Don't bet on sporting events. One of the first thing he says is, oh, I can figure when, when Doc's going in the future, he says, I can know the next 25 world series winners. Yes. Kind of funny. I also forgot. I thought he went to the future in this one too. Oh, okay. But it's the second one he goes to the future because he sees He's the Cubs the win the Cubs win the World Series. Because when at the end, Doc's like, you got to come. It's, it's your about kids. your kids or whatever. I don't know if I've even seen that, honestly. So I, I wrote down the things that he kind of ruined. First okay. of all, he can never stop saying mom and dad when he's talking to his high school parent, <laughs> like high school version. Yeah. He'll always just say Ma, uh, Lorraine or dad, George. Like he just keeps saying it. And yeah. And I know it's just the script, but at one point I feel like I'd be like, just call me dad. Right, right. Because I feel like you keep saying that. <laughs> and like it, it's, it's a mistake once. If you say it more than once, not a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Um, He tells the future mayor, Goldie Wilson, that he should be mayor, which is kind of like a good version of predicting the future. Yes. Yeah. Um, Keep saying mom and dad. Um, when he gets to Lorraine's house, he's staying there for dinner and he just goes, so you're my uncle Joey. It's also, he doesn't say anything quietly. Right. Like, I just feel right. like someone would go, what'd you say? Yeah. Who's uncle Joey? That's our baby. Baby. Who's in the crib. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Cause he's in the crib. Get used and to the bars. Get used to the bars. Yeah. Cause he's in jail in the <laughs> present future, whatever. Present. Present. Yeah. Uh, well, like present for 1985. For right. Um, he sits down for dinner. They're watching Jackie Gleason. And he says, oh, I've seen this one. Yeah. It's brand new. How could you have seen it? He just doesn't have awareness of that he's in 1955. Right, right. He's like, I saw it on a rerun. What's a rerun? Yeah. Uh, like this TV's. We have two TVs. And they're like, "You, no one has two TVs. Like. He just doesn't have awareness that he. And, and even when Doc says to him, like, you can't. Who else have you interacted with? And he's just like, oh, no one. Right. Even though he does this whole thing in the house where he is basically ruining the future. Um, they're talking about streets. And he's like, "Oh yeah, that's John F. Kennedy Street," and they're like, "Who's Who? who's yeah. John F. Kennedy?" Yeah, like there's so many things where he just, um, at even at like the very end of the movie, he talks to his parents and says, "You know, if you have a kid and when he's eight years old, he lights fire to the rug, go easy on him." Right. Like that was that was your like lasting impression. You wanted to make sure you saved your eight year old self. 
<laughs> yeah, it's true. I've never thought of it all this way, but it is pretty fascinating. Like it is. Yeah. And you know what? He almost has sex with his mom. I know. That is I the know. biggest thing. And he just, they have this whole weird conversation about, you know, you know how you feel like when you're supposed to act in a situation, but you want to act differently. Marty's the one that says that to his mom. Right. Like, does he not think that's my mom? He's yeah. thinking, oh, cute girl. And he's like, okay, so we're going to be in a car making out and you're going to come along and beat me up or whatever. Right. Like that whole thing is just icky. Yeah. Why? Icky. Why are you trying to create the situation? Obviously, it works out where and honestly the part that i like about it is marty being there is actually imperative to what actually happens to the future right right like he goes back and talks to doc and they figure out time travel back in 1955 yeah yeah and he obviously gets his parents together that that part i like their relationship though doc and and Marty, marty yeah it is pretty cute and he's just like you know he's trying to tell him my favorite line kept being like, are you from the, the Navy? Because you're wearing a life life preserver <laughs> with his vest. That is that is really that funny. That's pretty funny. I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, The graphics and CGI, I'm going to say not bad for 1985. Not bad. Yeah. Held up pretty well, right? Um, He called himself McFly, mm-hmm. which cool nickname, cool like last name. Referring yourself in third person, though. <laughs> He's like, come on, McFly. Yeah. Like, I, I get that like Biff calls like george mcfly yeah just to be intimidating but um i like how what he does in the past actually does change the present right right it makes his dad kind of the cool one and their parents look like they looked happier and And he gets his dream truck and yeah it kind of all ends up working out for him um i love that um the first time they say you have to go back to the future Doc just completely breaks the fourth wall, looks directly at the screen and goes, you have to go back to the future. Oh, <laughs> like it, it was. I thought that right. was funny. Yeah. I know we never like to do this. I thought of if we were doing this movie today. OK. I okay. thought of a mar- modern recasting. OK, go. I think Bill Hader would be amazing as Doc. Oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Just the and like the physical physical and the way he's like a little bit jerky when he moves and stuff and And even he his voice, like I've I feel like I've heard Bill Hader characters kind of with that voice. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. The Marty, I, I came down a two. Okay. So to me, Joe Keery is like the pick for any eighties like uh Stranger Things. Oh, okay. Like the older kid from Stranger not like kid, but he's like a teenager. Okay. I forget his name from Stranger Things. So not not one of the kid, not no. one of the eleven with the mm. three boys. No. Or he's like the older, and he basically turns into like the mom. Of the oh, is he the one that I think I know who you're talking about? He dates one of the girls from the show, right? So to me, it was either him. Although to me, he looked more like a Ferris Bueller. My other pick was Tom Holland. Oh, I like Tom Holland. I see that more. I think Tom Holland. But I have to see... Uh, Joe Geary looks more like he would be in Ferris Bueller. Oh, okay. That guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. He dates her. Oh. He dates Nat, Natalia. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Natalia. Natalia yeah. Dyer. Yeah. Um. I like it, though. It'd be fun if they did that. Why not? Like, they keep kind of remaking movies for this generation to, like, have them or whatever. I think it's fun. So it's, it's a good concept, and it's fun, and you can make it more modern right like, yeah, they- like you can change it where it's whoever the marty mcfly is now goes back to like the 1980s 80s, exactly. or even the 90s to see his parents yeah 
Like, it's the same concept, but you change the years. And I feel like that'd be really cool to see, like, a director take a direction of, okay, we're going to make this look like the 80s. Yes, yeah. Well, it's kind of like Stranger Things is supposed to be in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And it, and they do a really good job with that music and, I don't know, decor and what everybody's wearing. And it's good. Um, I love the Huey Lewis music. Yeah, and that he's in the... he's Huey Lewis is in the... Um, uh, when he's trying out, when Marty McFly is... In the band? He, yeah, they're doing some audition thing. Mm-hmm. Huey Lewis is sitting there, and then he just walks away. And I was oh. like, that's funny. Yeah. I did not know You know the I guy would... who got up and like walked away? That was Huey Lewis. Oh. Yeah. I did not realize that. Oh, well, there you go. Um, that was, Michael J. Fox still kind of looks the same. I know. It's Like, crazy. it doesn't look that different. Yeah. It's crazy. There are definitely some people in Hollywood, like... Paul Rudd or like there's definitely some people in Hollywood that it's like do they age like I'm just curious like yeah no like even like Jennifer Aniston yeah like she does not age no um I think that's I think that's all I have um oh also just I feel like the cultural importance of this show of how even like Rick and Morty is a show doesn't happen if there's no back to the future mm. they're blatant rip not ripoffs but it's a clear copy right right like it's used a lot in pop culture still to this day kind of thing yeah like lines in it or even the concept of time travel not that it starts with this movie but it really came to fame with a movie like this yeah yeah no i like it yeah it was fine it was cute i had forgotten a lot of it so it was kind of fun to kind of go back to that 80s movie vibe Mm -hmm. i definitely would want to watch because i remember like i have seen them but i think i would want to rewatch them now right is there three of them it's a trilogy yeah the second one he goes to the future and i think the third one he goes back to like the old west i'm pretty sure oh boy yeah fascinating (laughs) (laughs) yes uh yeah that's all i got unless you have anything no um not for i totally forgotten yeah no i'm good (laughs) for my big notes over here all right let's go to falcon and the winter soldier episode four this was this is a doozy it was a heavy one it was a lot and you know what of course it's gonna be because there's only six episodes so you don't have time to have like a filler episode or whatever you gotta go hardcore 100 percent balls to the wall i was totally gonna say that and i was like i don't know if i'm allowed to say that but you just said it so you're allowed to say it balls to the wall go for it um so we start off with the opening scene and they're in wakanda and it is six years prior to when io um broke bucky from his mind brainwashing from hydra right um i have to say the scene like even thinking about it when i rewatched it it is so powerful and as much as i think sebastian stan is one of the cutest boys ever he can really act too that that scene was like the because I feel like in Marvel MCU in general, you don't really get moments like that no. to really act and have a moment like yes. that. Especially because I'm glad they went back to this because in the movies, it was just kind of like after Civil War, we just didn't really hear from Bucky. I know he went under the ice with the Wakandans, but we didn't hear anything. And then it was Infinity War and he's just like, hey guys, I'm back. Yeah. Like we just didn't have any context of what happened, but I'm glad we got to see this how it actually happened and not just ooh, magic magic yeah no it was really well done and when they were she was saying the words like his 10 words that like 
whatever may flip that switch for him in his brain and the way they showed like flashbacks of like the past of everything he had done and then he starts like crying and it was so emotional and it was just really well done scene like it was a great way to start a show because you kind of got that and it was it just it, it cut you in the feels like it really mm-hmm. you know and then um uh and then they walk oh i don't remember exactly what happened next is it when the no, I was going to say the lady. Sh- no, so they go Zemo and them. They're they're trying to find out where the the funeral is. Yeah, for uh, Danya. Yeah, because they want to try and find these the flag smasher people. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to say a, one of my favorite scenes is when the ladies of Wakanda. There's three of them, right? That show up, I think, or two. Uh, it's at least three. It might be more. Okay, and they show up and. Uh, so Captain America's there, Lamar, it's Lamar, right? Yep. Lamar's there, Zemo, um, Bucky, and Sam. Okay, mm-hmm. so they're all in this thing. And then these ladies show up from Wakanda. Okay? I feel like even before that is like Walker comes in and he's like, all right, I'm tired of this. I'm ordering you to turn Zemo over to us. And, yes. And then as soon as Sam oh, says... Oh, he kicks down the door. It's so... And he's yeah. like, slow your roll. And then he goes, how do you want the rest of this conversation? Like, he's just trying to intimidate him. And yeah. it's just not... It's not the way I feel like he's such a military man, which I'm sure he was good at. Because even Lamar says later, you always made the right choice in the heat of the battle. But now, because he's Captain, I was about to say Clapton, Captain America, just he's not making these right decisions. Yeah, we'll get to that that conversation because I did really like that conversation. And I think there's more to that scene and that I think that. Yeah, so I think it'll be an interesting conversation. But in that moment when they're in the apartment and these women show up from Wakanda looking gorgeous and beautiful in their beautiful attire. I love Wakanda. The the Dora Milaje. Yes. And he puts his hand on her or her on her shoulder and i'm like buddy captain america does and i'm like you like you're just not thinking especially they their entrance is they throw one of their spears and he goes well he first turns to her to io and goes uh hi john walker captain america which is always how he introduced himself which not to always compare him to steve but steve never said he was captain america every time he'd introduce himself he'd be like i'm steve rogers right right it's not that title isn't really important to him right yeah but for walker it is he wants people to know who he is yes he does um but i love in that scene when they're all so they're fighting lamar and and captain america fighting these women and in the background you see zemo's drinking and steve and or sorry bucky and sam are just standing there watching and then he turns to him and he goes should we like be helping or should we like should we do something and he goes way to go you're doing a really good job like (laughs) non-committal i was gonna say he even does the he does it even more cocky like he just goes looking great walker because he's getting his ass kicked (laughs) yes and he's great great job walker you're doing great you're doing a really really great job over there um but i think that is the catalyst of captain america got his ass whooped by the girls and they weren't even super soldiers is what he says yes and it's hard on his ego Mm -hmm. so then you go to the scene with him and lamar and they're standing there and he's got this vial right he already has the vial at this point doesn't he Um, yes he does yeah okay yeah the episode is like a lot of it feels similar he does have it at this point because he's debating if he should take it and yes. lamar has always been even earlier in the episode he's the voice of reason when they stop 
uh, Sam, Bucky, and Zemo going to the funeral, and they said, I'm tired of this, like, we're doing this my way, and it's just, Lamar's like, hold on, let Sam go and talk to her, this is what he did, he consoled soldiers, he can talk to Carly. Yeah, at least go that route. Why would you automatically want to go into, like, let's just fight? If it can all be, if it can be figured out, like at least try and have a conversation. And in his, in Walker's mind, it's, it's similar. That's, it's the funny thing that him and Zemo disagree. Like obviously Zemo is out of, broken out of prison. So Walker doesn't like that, but they think the same way of Sam wants to save Carly. Sam wants to talk to her. He wants to figure this out in a nonviolent way, which to me, I think we all know, know Sam should be Captain America. To me, that was his moment of proving it. Yes. Of, yeah. This doesn't just need to be violence. And what is Walker doing as Sam's talking to Carly? And they have this great conversation, which I want to talk about. Walker's pacing and he's like, uh, oh, well, you, I, and he says, he says to Bucky, do you do really what? want your blood or uh, his blood on your hands? Yeah. So he kind of like guilts him into going there. So then the whole fight and then he ends up Captain America gets a vial of the supers because Zemo had crushed a whole bunch of them. But there was one he found. And so he's holding it and then he gets his ass whooped by these women. And then he's sitting there with Lamar and he's like, you know, with his little bruised ego and, and Lamar's like, you know, you have three medals of honor, but I, I find it really interesting when you, when you watch it again, cause I've watched it a couple times now. And he says, um, but it's funny that I have like a medal for the worst day Mm -hmm. and what they had to do to get those medals. And if he was a super soldier, how many people they could have saved. So I genuinely, and you and I might, will probably disagree, but I genuinely think, yes, he's got an ego, but he does want to do good. Yeah. He wants, I I don't disagree with that. He wants to do right. And he's talking to Hoskins. Who's his, or Lamar, whatever battle star, which I I also think, Walker's not completely comfortable with being Captain America. The girls are like John John Walker and like gets an, gets an autograph, and you can tell he's still uncomfortable with that. And right. that was similar to Steve. He didn't like he didn't like the theatrics of being Captain America. Right. He just wanted to do right. Even Walker in the same way. He's a soldier. He's a good soldier. He has these medals of honor. Yeah. It's just now he is not, especially once he takes the serum. You can just kind of see rationale leave leave. And can we just for a second talk about how his acting is beyond brilliant? Unbelievable. His body movement once he takes the serum, because we don't know as an audience, we don't know he's actually taken it. He he takes it and he has a conversation with Lamar. Then we see him later. So we don't know he's if he's taken it or not. But you know because of the way he's acting, by the way he's twitching and the way his body moves and his head, the way it like it doesn't even look like a human you know, when you turn and you just like, it's one fluid and he doesn't like choppy little motions mm-hmm. and it's, he's just so, so good at it. But, um, uh, the Sam that I want to talk about the Sam and Carly conversation mm-hmm. because it is, I, I love these moments that we have in, in not just Marvel, but just any moment when a villain and good guy just talk yes. and in a moment where he's like, I'm by myself, let's just talk. Yeah. And she ends up like, saying something along the lines of they're just in my way i would kill them again if i had to yes and he's like whoa Whoa. and like yeah and she's like no 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 no, no. no. you made me say that you tricked me into saying that Mm -hmm. but he's 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 trying to even in this moment because he doesn't know carly he's trying to figure out okay and he even says i agree with your fight 
but I don't agree with how you're how doing you're it. How you're doing it, yes. Killing all these innocent people isn't making the world better. It's just making it different. Yeah, yeah. And It's just dividing. It's, yeah. just, it's more division, and that's not... If everybody wants the same thing, I just... It's hard to be like, why can't we just have that, you know? But they really bond yeah. in that moment. It's they, not a long conversation, but, they but it's have an impactful a one. And she ends up calling... Carly ends up calling um, his sister, Sarah... And saying, like, I want to know if I should kill him. And I like the line of, you know, well, him and the and your Captain America. And he's and and Sarah's like, that's not my that's not who I I didn't choose that Captain America. And she also says, um, my country, basically, my country doesn't care about my, my opinion. opinion. Yeah. Doesn't care really about me. Powerful, really, really powerful. And and then and then Carly's like, oh, I like you, Sarah. Like it's you you're, know. I also I only like that you remind me of me. If it's someone like older talking to someone younger, like I'm oh, pretty okay. sure Sarah's older than Carly. Yeah, Why yeah, would you sure. remind yeah. her of her? Like I, it's kind of it sounds kind of condescending to me. Right. I think it's just you think the same. Yeah. Um, I wanted to, because you said as you watched it, you didn't. I wanted to hear your rationale know, for so. Sarah calls Sam and explains what happened. It didn't happen this time, though, when I watched it. If, uh, okay, so Sam says, like, um, or Bucky asks, like, what happened? He's like, she threatened she threatened mm-hmm. Sarah and the boys. When the first the first and second time you watched it, you said you didn't like Sam's reaction to that. I wanted to know why. Yeah, I know. I And then when I watched it again, I was like, I don't have that same reaction. I don't know what it is. I think it's... I don't know what it was. I was just like, I didn't like his wording or I didn't like what, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't give you a good answer because I don't really remember. I just remember in the moment being like, wow, that is not how I perceive that conversation with the sister. But I guess because we had the background knowledge of the conversation with Carly and Sarah. Because all Sam is getting is she threatened me and the boys. That's all the information he totally. gets. Totally, yes. And then so, it's you have to meet her and she'll let you know. Yeah. And I think, yes, yeah. I think I once I saw it again, I was like, oh, okay, I didn't have that same reaction. So I guess whatever it was, maybe just... That's why I have to watch it a couple times, though. Because I feel like I'm so stressed and whatever it is when I watch them that I have to then watch it a second time, third time even, just to kind of like, okay... Let's rein it in, whatever. Um, I did want to touch on the power broker because I feel like that's a very fascinating. It's It would be if there is a huge reveal coming for this season, it's who is the power broker. And I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if they said this for sure, but I feel like it has to be someone, not necessarily we've seen in the show, but just someone that we know from some point. Right. And so your girlfriend thinks it's Emily Van Camp. Sharon. Sharon. Which I think in this episode gave more evidence of why it could be. How is Sam calls her and says, I need you to help me. Like, or she even says, I can feel a favor coming. And she tracks John Walker. She tracks Captain America because she has one or two satellites. How would she kind of, I, I, it made me think more. How would she have these satellites if she's not the power broker? Okay. So then my question is, what is her, like, what would be her end game of, <laughs> Avengers. No, what would be her motivation for wanting to um, have the serum? Do you think she wants it? No, I, I, I mean, at least See, I don't think I, so. I think maybe if if she is, I think that might be one of her motivating factors because she did say something about the last, not this episode, but the one before of just like I, your situ- our situations are very different, mm-hmm. you know. 
So maybe she's kind of sick of being on the run and, you know. I also, I even if she's not the power broker, she clearly has some sort of Connection. high up. Yeah. I, I think a couple, I said before that I thought it could be that like uh, uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Uh, the other one I heard, which was fascinating, was that it they could bring back a previous villain from Iron Man 2, Sam Rockwell's Justin Hammer. Yeah, I love Sammy. I, I liked it because he was someone in Iron Man 2. He was always about he was comparing himself to Tony Stark and he was this weapons dealer and he always wanted this power. Mm-hmm. And I just think it'd be a great way to bring that character back. So he didn't die. They just kind of I think he went to jail. Yeah, I'm not really sure how that all ended. Um, that I just have I put the ending. I don't know if we should say the full ending, but let's just say it was really disturbing yeah it was really it was uh it was tough it was a hard one to watch um be very fascinating how the ending will impact going forward yes this next episode is definitely we're gonna see what the results or what the reaction is to that ending my only thing and it's it's not to spoil it but i I did really like how the character in question Mm mm-hmm he said earlier in the episode, if you, if you watched it, you would know what I'm talking about. He said, I look up to Captain America. I thought he was a symbol. And just the fact that he said, look up. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up looking up to Captain America. Just those parallels I thought was well very done. impactful. Yeah. yeah. Nico. Nico is his name. Nico. Yeah. Um, also, I liked the parallels of Sam. Uh, Sam is to Carly as mm-hmm. Steve was to Bucky in the Winter Soldier. There's... A yes. very direct conversation where Zemo says, even John Walker, she's not savable. We can't do this. And then he says, what, I, what about Bucky? Right? Yeah. And or the, what's that say about Bucky then? Or yeah, whatever. The, like super soldiers in general. Yeah. When in the Winter Soldier, it was the opposite. Sam was saying to Steve, you know, I don't think this is the type of guy we save. Mm. And Steve says, well, I don't know what he says, but he basically says, well, I'm we're going to save him. This isn't he's not giving up on Bucky. Which is interesting because uh, Captain that Captain America, the real Captain America, Steve Rogers and Bucky had a a long standing relationship and friendship. Whereas as Sam has really just met Carly, right? Yeah, like they don't have any history, and yet he's that will he's willing to go to bat for her basically until until he threatens the sister and the nephew. But I, I still there's I, I still think he would give her a chance. Yeah, I do too. I, I think there's something. And I think she's got to be... I know she said in this episode, like, my mom and dad died young. And was it Donal- Donalda? Who died? Uh, Danya. Danya. Wow, sorry. Um, who who did die. And she said she raised me and stuff like that. But I still am going to hold on to my theory that she has to be... There's some connection. Some connection. I don't know. Like, just where did it come from? Like, why is it her? And, you know, so I just feel like there's going to be some connection there. But I could be wrong. Yeah, you never I'm know. I'm so new to this Marvel world, Jack. Uh, all right. Are we ready? We ready to draft? Let's get the gloves on. I don't know. We're going to we're going to fight, fight now. Yeah. So we are trying to save the world and we okay. have. Excuse me. Five people to do so. Plus are, ourselves. Oh, we get to be part of the team? Well, it's then it's six. Okay. It's better to have an even number. Oh, I was thinking like a starting five, like basketball. Oh, adorable. Um, So I guess it could be five and then a coach. All right. Um, There was really no rules outside of you can have one superhero, one spy, and then three other quote unquote characters. No, I was going to say normal, like not 
powers. Yeah, yeah, but they're characters. Yes. Not, you can't say like... I, I don't pick Tom Cruise. <laughs> right, yeah, you can't pick a person because you're picking a character, like something you liked in a movie that you were like, I would want that person having my back or... Yeah, I also steered away. I was wanted to kind of, not cheat, but I wanted to pick like movie characters, but they're based on real people, but I, I didn't do that. Right. Because then I would have picked like either you could go American Sniper, Lone Survivor, right, someone right. like that yeah. to help your team. It's going to be fat. I, why I'm so excited about it is because it's going to be so fascinating with like what direction you go in and and myself. Because I know we had like one little conversation where you were like, oh, are they like friends or whatever? Or do they know? I don't know. Characters know each other. And I was like, wow, no, we're not on the same page. But that was a part about that was a part to me about building building this is I wanted people that knew each other so yeah. that we had some chemistry going into saving the I know the world. and that's fascinating. I'm just saying the way we approach it might be very different. Now we don't know who's going first. We never decided. Um I don't have a do want to I don't even know. Is there a coin somewhere? Um us. want to do rock paper scissors sure. just so we're quick. On shoot, right? Yeah. Rock paper scissors shoot. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I did rock. He did paper. We did both did scissors the first time. (laughs) Scissors is a safe choice. It is. Yes. All right. With the first overall pick in the Save the World draft, Team Jack selects Wanda Maximoff. I told you. Bastard. Wanda Maximoff from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I wanted a leader that could really change the world. and I literally did not put another superhero because I was like, well, I'm going to obviously get Wanda. That's why I put two superheroes. I wow. really just really just screwed you there, didn't I? Wanda wow. Maximoff. I was like, who doesn't want Wanda? Like, everybody would want her. I mean, Black Widow's my favorite female, like, mcu character but obviously i want wanda like she's the best one yep wow i I have to say the other person i wrote down after you pick a superhero i'll tell you because it actually no i don't want to reveal anything about it not that i can pick this person but no you can't your superhero is done so i'm gonna gonna save that one for last there's no point me taking that okay um i'm gonna go with um I'm going to pick my spy. Okay. You don't have to like announce it like that, but. I can announce it like however I want. And I'm so torn right now because I have, I have two avenues I kind of want to go. And if I go on this one, it kind of messes it up. Mm-hmm. Um, But I'm going to go Jack Ryan. Okay. Good choice. Okay. So I'm going to go Jack Ryan. This, we have to, there are a few different versions of There's Jack Ryan. There's five of them. I'm going John Krasinski. Obviously, because he's adorable, and I think he pl- I think he was the best one. And you have he's an analyst and a field agent. That's so that was gonna be my argument that he is smart, and then just kind of almost picks up wits as he goes. Yeah, like he he's so smart, but yeah, he can win in a fight too. So mm-hmm. I want someone smart on my team. That's like, and they have knowledge of the world, yep. right? Any CIA, it's like the world. So I'm gonna take my spy is Jack Ryan. All right. Um, with my spy pick, I'm going to take Ethan Hunt okay. from yeah. the Impossible Mission Force. Yes. I, I think building this team, he, as amazing as Wanda is, he is my core piece because that is who I'm building this team around. Okay. So he's your, he's your leader. 
Yeah, and I, I think he, unlike Wanda, I think he is as good as he is by himself. He also needs a team to help him. Yes, and he's okay with it. He doesn't have an ego where he doesn't like, I'm going to do everything. No, like he doesn't need to be the hero. He doesn't mind passing it up, although he just kind of always ends up being the hero. Yeah. I'm really torn. Okay, I mean, this is where I this is where I was torn. Okay. okay. You can we can talk this out. I know. So now that my spy is done, my second choice for my spy was gonna be Jessica Chastain in in Zero Dark Thirty. Oh. So because it's that's why I was asking you, it's CIA, but she's not a out Isn't it also a real person though? Like isn't it based on a okay, real person? Well, like whatever. <laughs> I didn't think of that kind of stuff. I was just like, that's who I would want. Yeah. However, if you said no to that because it's CIA, I would take her from Interstellar, Murph, because I think she's so smart in them. I wasn't thinking Jessica. When you said Jessica Chastain, I was thinking of Jessica Jones, like the like oh. Kristen Ritter. No, no. I'm Jessica Chastain in Zero Dark Thirty because she's the one that gets Obama. Like she's the yeah. one. So she's not out in the field. That's why I was like, can I still have her because she's not CIA? Yeah. Like I, I have people like that on my team that okay. aren't necessarily like I, I need a. I mean, I'll take this from Spider-Man. You need a you need a guy behind the desk or a girl. You need a person behind the desk. Right. So I was like, okay, so if Jack says no to Jessica Trusting as like, you know, if I can't have her from Zero Dark Thirty, which is Maya, um, I was like, I would take Interstellar Murph. She's mm-hmm. so smart. And, and she's trying to save the world literally in the movie. So I'm like, she's already got knowledge. Yeah. And or I would even take her in The Martian. She plays, uh, she plays a character called Melissa Lewis. And she's the captain of the ship. She's the one that makes the decisions. First of all, she knows how to fly a ship. So if we need to get off the island or off of the earth, yeah. I feel like she could do it. So I was kind of like, I have three choices for Jessica Chastain. So if you don't let me have Zero Dark Thirty Jessica Chastain. I'll just say no because it's based on a real person. Okay. So I'm going to take, I think I'm going to go Interstellar. So Murph. Yeah. I, I think having a knowledge, a knowledge like hers is an asset to a team. Yeah, and she's really smart. Um, like, she doesn't give up. And I found, um, because the actual movie is they are trying to save the world, she's got all of this knowledge and she just works. So Jessica Chastain, Murph, in Interstellar. All right. Will be on my team. Um, so I said I'm building my team around Ethan Hunt, and I, I'm sticking to that. I'm going to take Luther from Mission Impossible. Nice. He's going to be my guy behind the desk. He's yes. going to be him and, and I think him and Wanda will work well together once they get to know each other. And it's he's been Ethan Hunt's wingman forever. Yeah. For as long as we can look back. Right. So I like I like some team chemistry. I like it. It's good. See, this is where it's interesting cuz I didn't think of that at all. No. I was I'll tell you who my next pick is. And it is um I do. I wish we could have more. But I think I'm going to go Sarah Connor from Terminator because she fought aliens. So the world's ending. I don't know how the world's ending. We didn't say. No. So I'm like, I have Jessica Chastain who it's like the world because they're running out of food. Okay. So she's going to help in that way. If it's aliens, it's going to be Sarah Connor. And she was kick ass in Terminator. Yeah, she was. So she's my aliens girl. That's why I'm glad the only other person I uh, there's two other superheroes I considered just because of 
you don't again we didn't say the gravity of how the world is ending the one i thought of which could have made just as much sense as wanda's doctor strange yeah because he's got the time and he can go back and forth and i just think of what he did with dormammu who was such a like threat to the world and all he does is put him in a time loop yeah but i think wanda especially uh, really at this point we don't know how powerful she can really get I think she has another... That's what I said on my notes, too. We don't even know the full capacity of her. I cause especially I think of the end of WandaVision when, when she when she's studying the Darkhold. Mm-hmm. She's, like, up and about doing things. When Doctor Strange had to sleep, like, he couldn't do both. Wanda yeah. is that powerful that she can do both. Yeah, yeah. She's like a little Yoda. She is. Um. So, my next pick? Your next pick? I'm going to stick with my Mission Impossible theme. Wow. And I think in a team like this, you need some comic relief. You need someone that is useful, but also can, can get some laughs. Okay. So, I'm going with Benji. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Simon Pegg. Yeah, Simon Pegg. I was Pegg's. just about to say, yeah. He, again, chemistry. I, I like a cohesive unit. And, yeah. you know, he's he's pretty shifty and useful, but funny. Okay. Wow, you and I went really different avenues. Okay, so my next pick of my, I'm going to go with my last, like, regular person. Yep. Is, um, okay, so have you seen the movie The Old Guard? It's on Netflix, and it stars Charlize Theron. No. Okay, so I'm going with her character. Her name is Andy, and she is a mortal warrior, and the movie is so fantastic. She is so kick-ass. She's a great leader, and she's immortal. So I feel like, you know, if we if we try things Im- out... Immortal, like, can't die. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like if we try things and it doesn't work, she'll just come back, and then we can, like, try it again or something, right? Yeah. So you ha- you should actually watch that movie, too. She's so good, and they're trying to make it into, a like, a trilogy series or whatever. It's really, really good. So Andy in the old guard. So I have just... I just want to recap my, my three... Regular people are Andy from the Old Guard, which is played by Charlize Theron, Sarah Connor, which is Linda Hamilton in Terminator, and Terminator Two. I want okay because Terminator One, she's just kind of running around. She's not Terminator Two. She's like kick ass, mm-hmm. right? And then I have Jessica Chastain's character Murph in Interstellar. Um, I'll pick my last person and I'll, I'll rego or recap. Yeah, uh, this is this is a curveball. Again, this is where I needed to find someone that had chemistry with Wanda or could have chemistry with Wanda, but also isn't a superhero. Okay. So I thought of who is the one person that's still alive, not a superhero, that could relate to Wanda in any way, shape, or form. Okay. And I went with Zemo. Wow. Zemo, also from Sokovia. Yes. So I think him and Wanda can bond over that. Mm-hmm. Um. She wasn't, uh, as long as she doesn't know that he tried to tear up the Avengers. Then yeah, that, yeah, that might throw a little wrench in your five-person plan. He's pretty pretty charismatic. Um, yeah. And he said, he said it in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. He, he has the means to finish the job. Right. Does everybody else. Right. I think he'll also challenge people. If, if, no one, if someone's slacking off at their job, he's going to keep people in he's place. He's going to keep it in place, yeah. So does Zemo. Zemo. It's a good one. I never would have guessed that one because he isn't a superhero. No, I also. So you have two Avengers and then three Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. I'm just saying, if it's like aliens or something, then. Wanda. Okay, oh, yeah, I guess you have Wanda. Um, okay, so my superhero, since you stole Wanda, and I honestly, even if I had gotten first pick, I wouldn't have picked her first. So I would have lost her anyway because mm. I did not think you were going to go Wanda. I definitely thought you were going to go like 
Iron Man or Captain, Captain America, America Thor. Thor. Like I definitely was like, oh, he won't want Wanda. Uh, so I'm gonna go Captain Marvel then. That was the other person I considered. Uh, the, the I think the only two people you can consider as people that went against Thanos when he had the entire gauntlet and really almost didn't break a sweat. Yeah, I really wanted though. Like my goal was to have an all female team just just for fun. So that's why I wanted Jessica Chastain as the CIA. And mm. then, but I was talking to my girlfriend today and she was like, you got to have a guy in there. You got to have a guy. Come on. So I did. I, so I'm like, well, if I'm going to have a guy, it has to be Jack Ryan. It has to be that mm-hmm. character. So I'm going to say Captain Marvel and that's my team. And I feel like, you know, not to be whatever, but mine is, um, you know, I'm covering my basis of why the world is ending. Yeah. We don't know. No, we don't. But my basis, I feel like, are covered. Yeah. I I've, I, just, I, I'm going to put my faith in Wanda. If, yeah. If it is an otherworldly threat, I, I really just trust her to take care of it. Yeah. If something going on in the planet, I think we have a good enough team. Yeah. To, yeah and and this, is, this is including me. I think Wanda and I will then, I, I will absorb some of her powers. Oh, will you? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so I can so help great. Her, help her in that front. That's funny. I'm going to run alongside Jack Ryan. So that's fantastic. And my women are all going to get along and they're going to be kick-ass and awesome. I also, I thought of putting together like different styles of teams. Okay. So my one, so the two people I wrote down for superhero was Wanda and Carol, Captain Marvel. Okay. Because my one thought is what if I just did a team of all people, just individuals. So I did like Captain Marvel. I did Jason Bourne. Three people, who cares? I have those two. Right, right, yeah. You build your team around people that just have this chip on their shoulder. Yeah, that is true. I also had Princess Leia was one of my choices. Hmm? And I also had, um, you know, Taraji P. Henson, so you probably would have said no to this one because it was based on a, on a, it was Catherine G. Johnson and she was the NASA. So I'm like, she's super smart. Like, I want smart people on my team yeah. that know how to do smart stuff. <laughs> this is not going to be me. So... And then I also put Hermi- Hermione. That was, I. if I would would have picked wizard. anyone from Wizard, yeah, I would have gone Hermione. Aliens, Wizard, or whatever. Android. Android. Yeah, that's the third. See, the I would have had it covered because I would have had, like, Android. Aren't they Androids, the aliens? Aren't they? I don't I don't think so. Oh, okay. I thought they were. Because they're, remember that in the first one? Oh, in Terminator. Yeah, yeah, Terminator. Yeah. Terminator would have been my. Android. Android. Wizard. I would have had Emma Watson. Yeah. And was and what was it? Alien. Alien. Oh. Murph, I guess. Yeah, I guess Murph. The other the other team I just I built because again I wanted the cohesion. It was an all all Marvel team, so it would have been Scott Lang as my superhero. Okay. Ant Man. Ant Man. Hawkeye be my oh, spy. Oh yes. Uh, I they don't really have that much of a connection. They both have the. They both have families to go back to, is what well, I What would have been... You wouldn't have allowed to, been allowed to have Hawkeye, though, because he's an Avenger. He's a spy, though. He's not really, oh, not really a superhero. Oh, look at you. <laughs> You're trying to bend the rules. But he's not... A I would have definitely said no to that. You can't have Hawkeye and Ant-Man. What's his, what's his superpower? He's great. It's not a superpower. Well, he's still an Avenger, though. That was kind of our thing. Is I, don't you can think, only have... I don't think Black Widow is a superhero. I didn't say Black Widow. I know, but she's a spy. Okay. All right. The rest of the team would have then been uh, Luis, 
Yes, you just, love. I know you love. Him. It would have been the comedy part of it. Yeah. And Jimmy Woo. Gotta have the Woo man. Um, I was also trying to think of some way to build the Thor Ragnarok team, or I had Thor and then Korg. Like yeah, I just, right, I was right. trying to build a team with chemistry, have some comedy in there. Yeah, I still feel like it would blow up if you did that. Like I feel like you need diversity of like knowledge. Yeah. You just want to have fun time. We're all going out. Let's have fun time. Yeah. <laughs> I want. Funny. I want to hang out with Korg. That was. That was. That was. Would have been my reason for picking him. Right. That was fun, though. It was really fun. It was. It was just fun to. I don't know. Think of like. Like how. Are, how would you save the world? Yeah, and who are your characters that you're really drawn to? Right. <clears throat> so, um, how long is it going to be until you forget about that? I took Wanda. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty pretty upset about that. I really like. She was like instantly. I'm like, yeah, obviously, I'm taking her. Really glad I got to throw that curveball. And I'm also, it would have been even funnier if you, one, didn't pick her first and then I picked her. Oh, I 100% wouldn't have picked her because I didn't think you would have taken her. I thought you would have been like a boy team, right? Nope. I don't need a boy team. I have a girl leader and then a boy team. <laughs> right. And boys all. Because Wanda, Wanda would be the leader of this team. As yeah. much as Ethan Hunt, whatever, she, she would be the one that would like protect the earth. Yeah. Well, she just could put a whole protection around it and be like leave us alone yeah unless the threat was within earth then well then she could just use her power still yeah it's true yeah that's the same and that's the same if you took wanda i would have taken carol i would have right, been fine right. with captain marvel because yeah. she could she could protect the earth yeah she can and she's good because she's in space too so if it is aliens or something like coming towards us mm -hmm. a meteorite like who knows what it's you know i was gonna do bruce willis too like i was like anybody who's gonna go like go into space and put um a nuclear weapon on a on a comet or whatever yeah asteroid that was coming towards earth i'm like who doesn't want bruce willis like <laughs> i want him but then you're just like picking someone just so they die I know. I don't want him to die. I'm just saying he was fearless enough to do that. I guess that, that's someone you want on your if team. If you if you picked that Bruce Willis character and you picked Captain Marvel, he could put it on and then she could save him. Yes, I like it. And if I picked Carol, I wouldn't have picked Luther for Ethan Hunt. I probably would have gone if I did the Carol direction. I would have gone Jason Bourne. Then I put would have probably picked Nick Fury. Oh yeah, I thought of him too actually because I like he's a good leader and he's smart and he's yeah. I and like, I think him and. Uh, captain marvel have a good chemistry together yes, yes for sure i agree that was good yeah. that was fun so i guess may i'll probably make a if you check the dion family network instagram i'll put up a picture for both our teams and you can vote team one team two i won't put in any like i, I no i won't i won't do like jack's team and casey's team i won't do that i'll just do team one team two you vote listen to this episode okay let's see you have to put together, mine's going to be challenging. Yours, at least a few of them are probably already together, right? Like Ethan, Luther, and... Benji. Benji. Are, there's probably like a picture of mine you're going to have to do a little more cut and pasting. That's all right. I can use Photoshop. Perfect. All right. Let's pick our movie. It's my turn. Oh, I know. I like picking. I know you do. I always try and pick. Time. I don't think I dropped that hard enough. Movie number 49. That is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yes. Who doesn't love nice Wes Anderson? Love me my Wes. I love that movie. I'm excited about it. I I saw it when it came out, but I definitely don't remember it that well. Yeah. 
I'm so excited. Be our movie challenge next week. Perfect. And we'll think of something new. Yeah. Uh, okay, so anything else before we I go? Got nothing else. All right. And besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.